Hey, I'm Jesse. Yesterday, we talked about arguing for the Bible's historicity, the fulfilled prophecy throughout the Bible, the Bible's modern transformative power as the ultimate concise way to practice apologetics. If you can prove that the Bible is the Word of God, argue that the Bible is in fact God's inspired Word, then you're not just making deists of all nations, you're making disciples of Jesus Christ for all nations. Jesse, what are deists? These are people who believe that there's a creator, they just don't believe that he's intimately involved with us. This way, you're not just arguing for a creator in general, you're arguing that Jesus Christ is Lord. So Jesse, what do I do when the person that I'm sharing that with just doesn't believe the Bible? Here's one way in practicing apologetics, you can bring them face to face. Jesus himself claims to be God. If you place the weight of addressing the question on their shoulders, is Jesus lying? Then it's not you arguing, it's them making a decision. That's a pretty weighty thing to say, I think that when Jesus said this, he's lying. John 14, six is a phenomenal passage to use for exactly that, wherein Jesus himself makes the audaciously exclusive truth claim to Christianity. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus himself then just excluded Buddhists. He just excluded Siddhartha. He just excluded any worldview other than Christianity. So you ask the question, is Jesus lying here? Was Jesus a liar? And then the weight is on their shoulders. And moreover, they, they are made aware that they are wholesale rejecting scripture and they have just rejected Jesus. They have just called Jesus a liar. And that's a pretty weighty accusation to make. Moreover, you can delve into the reason why they don't believe scripture. And nine times out of 10, especially in Seattle culture, it really comes down to, I don't like that the Bible says fill in the blank. Now, this is why we started our very first sermon with sexual ethics, because the most common reason that's gonna be given in our area is, I don't believe that a loving God would send gay people to hell. And so when you delve into the reason why, it really just comes down to, I don't like what the Bible says, therefore I don't believe it. And you can illustrate the logical fallacy behind that. It's a form of a post hoc fallacy. Like, I don't like what comes from it, therefore I don't believe it. I don't like that the Bible says that men are supposed to be pastors. I don't like that the Bible says that homosexuality is a sin. I don't like that the Bible takes away from a woman's right to choose, like she had the right to slaughter her own baby to begin with. Like, you, you analyze their reasons why, and it comes down to a post hoc fallacy. The reason that they claim not to believe the Bible is that they just don't like what it says. Why don't they like what it says? Romans 1 is another fantastic source for this. They know deep down that God is real. They know deep down that God has wrath for sin. He's poured it out on Sodom and Gomorrah. He's poured it out on other nations past. Our our only prayer is that instead of burning like Sodom and Gomorrah, we would repent like Nineveh. Their real reason for rejecting scripture is that they want to get away with sin. They want license to sin. Aldous Huxley, known as the bulldog for Darwin, said, I suppose the reason that we embraced the theory of evolution was that it, it freed us up to pursue our sexual mores. It freed us from our sexual mores. I, rather, rather than actually believing that it was objective, they just embraced the opportunity to excuse sin. That's not objective. That's not looking at the word of God and giving it a chance. That's saying, I'd rather have sex with whatever, whatever I wanna have sex with, therefore I don't believe the Bible. That's not a reason to disbelieve scripture. So give them the opportunity to call Jesus a liar if they so dare and ask them the question, is it really just that you don't like what it says? Is it really and truly honestly just that you wanna get away with stuff that God says is sinful? 
Because if that's the case, you've just brought them face to face with their own reasoning. Implore them to give the Bible a chance. I've even resorted to paying people in coffee shop gift cards for this. <laughs> if they just go read the Gospel of John or listen to it on audio on their devices, I would give them a Gospel of John. I would give them a coffee shop gift card. Arguing for the scripture is the most concise way to practice apologetics. If someone doesn't believe the Bible, get down to the root of why they don't believe it. Sometimes it's because they just don't like what it says. Sometimes it's because really they just want to get away with sin. Oftentimes it's also because they have serious misconceptions about how this book came to be. It's often thought that it's just a translation of a translation of a translation of a translation. It's not the case. This is the best historically produced document in the world and serious scholarly atheists don't even bother touching the historicity of scripture. Even the most liberal of modern theologians doesn't even bother contesting the validity of the accuracy of our translation from the ancient manuscripts of the text. It's not a translation that's been retranslated. Every modern day translation draws from the original Hebrew and Greek. A lot of people don't know this either. Modern pastors who get just like the standard basic degree for pastors, it's called an MDiv, a Master of Divinity, are trained in Hebrew and trained in Greek for that reason. Argue for scripture as the word of God, and if they don't believe scripture, get them to answer why. Give them the opportunity to call Jesus a liar. Let me pray for you really quick. God, I lift up the Christian who's using this. I pray for that anointed moment. When they get to the, ask the question, why don't you believe the Bible? I pray, Lord, that you would give these Christians discernment. They would know it's just because they want to get away with sin. It's because they had a bad experience as, as a child. It's because they just don't like what the Bible says. It's because they have misconceptions about where the Bible came from. And I pray, Lord, that you would open up opportunities for them. They would get their friends to just read your word. I pray that your Holy Spirit would be upon their friends in that moment. You would grip them by the heart. I've seen you do it before, God. Would you grip our friends who are far from you by the heart? Draw them close as they read your word. That In the beginning was the word and the word was God. I pray, Lord, that you would give these Christians front row seat to watch you transform the lives of those who are far from you that those who would claim not to believe your word would have the fortitude to face the question, then do I believe that Jesus was lying? I pray that you would use that moment to convict for sin and fill them with hope. In Jesus' name we pray.